Welcome back. It's the Internet Advisor, Foster Brown, here and my co-hosts in studio, I might add, Ed Rudell. Eddie, good to have you with us. Always great to be here, Foster. And uh, Mr. Shane Hamlin is here as well. Hey, hey, how you doing? I'm all choked with emotion. I know. You're, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm back. And, uh, <laughs> I hate to upset you. Yeah, you're overexcited. Maybe you're just we, excited. We're we've back. got quite a program here, quite a crew. As a matter of fact, Mr. Gary Baker's with us from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. It's a nice day in the neighborhood for all of us. And in just a moment, we're going to be checking in with Tel Aviv. Now, it's uh, we should tell you, it's, it's midnight there. Matter of fact, a little bit. After uh, midnight, 10 minutes after midnight there, Mike so, Brennan will be our guest. On so what's Mike doing over there? I don't know. It's midnight at the Oasis there, so who knows? <laughs> and it's not it's sunny over there. Why well, is he there for I, a well, conference? Not at midnight it is, no. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, we probably should just say hello to Mike and uh, bring him up here. Mike, how are you doing? Shalom. Uh, shalom to you, yes. If, if Gary wants to talk about heat, I can tell him all about heat. I'm in Israel. Oh, I bet you are. Matter of fact, uh, we'll talk about this a little later on, but part of your uh, schedule is to go to a place called Beersheba, which I understand is in the Negev Desert, isn't it? Yeah, right in the middle of nowhere. Uh, but it's uh, south of Jerusalem. It's sort of uh, the equivalent of Israel's Silicon Valley. That's, uh, that's wow. on our agenda. Well, you talk about Silicon Valley there. Silica is probably the only thing around you, <laughs> which right. I think is sand. Well, he's there for a cybersecurity conference, yes, right? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, we're going to talk. Matter of fact, that will be our focus in just a minute where you would, we talk a little bit more about where you're out there. You were invited, however, by the uh, State of Israel to join and cover the uh, goings on at Cyber Week 2017. Now, that's based in uh, Tel Aviv University, am I right? Yeah, it starts on Monday, and one of the featured speakers is Prime Minister Netanyahu, so it'll be interesting security, to say the least. Oh, my word. Well, being in that country is uh, interesting security. We'll talk a little bit more about that, but I just wanted to make sure I said hello to Mike Brannett, who is uh, going to be with us during the first half of this hour. And uh, joining us shortly also will be Richard Steenen, who has been on many times with us and is our uh, international security expert. Richard, uh, I think, spoke at that conference, uh, has spoken at that conference in the past. Am I right, uh, Mike? Yeah, a couple of years ago. Actually, when uh, I was invited by the Israeli government, he was the first person I called check this out to see what the, well, never having been here before, yeah. what to dress like. And I can tell you, shorts and uh, a very light shirt is all you need here. It was like almost 90 degrees and humid today. No kidding. All right. Well, we'll get down to more details on that. Before we uh, get into that, guys, some of the things that have been going on in the, uh, in the, the world of technology around us, anything stick out for you uh, this week, Shane or Ed? You know, I've been concentrating on building sheds and <laughs> welding in my shed and putting in stairways. Well, I, I put an attic in my uh, attic stairs in my shed. Well, I mean, that's about goodness. it. So, I, you know, I'm I'm changing my cyber tools for hand tools. Ah, this week. all right. Well, somebody who probably is changing his cyber tools for something else, at least, is Travis Kalanick, who is the former now CEO of Uber. That, that did that surprise anybody? <laughs> I mean, there's been a lot of chairheads that have stepped down from there, right? He's not the only one. I mean, I, is he? I, I, I thought he was. Well, he's one of the founders, though. Yeah, but he? I think other other people that are part of the board have been oh, stepping yeah. Yeah. down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I actually heard the audio of that uh, the day before 
two days before he actually made the announcement, and it was something along one of the board members was actually talking about that there's going to be another woman on the board of Uber because of their mm-hmm. discrimination and not a mm-hmm. friendly place. Yeah. Uh, and when, when she started describing about having another woman on the board, he made a disparaging remark about, oh, great, more talking oh, or God. something along those lines. <laughs> and I'm like, God, just stick your head in the sand. Uh, it was awful. <laughs> Foot and mouth disease yes. sounds like yeah, it. Right. Gary, you know, some people have... Uh, way over, Way overdue. Yeah, it's is there a kind of a culture of uh, like a male chauvinism out there in, in Silicon Valley? Do you think in some ways it needs to be overcome? Oh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think this is you know you can find instances of uh, that kind of behavior, and and sometimes just as bad in other ways. Uh, just just anywhere, um, but this this in particular was about an individual and and the way he kind of controlled that culture. Yeah. Um, you know, it's too good a company to have somebody like that leading it. Yeah, you wonder if, well, it seems at least locally, Lyft is doing a pretty good job of competing with it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Lyft is... Yeah, uh, and that's GM... Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, Gear. Yeah, I was just going to say, that's a GM-invested uh, company, and... Uh, oh, yeah. I, so GM put a big investment in, into Lyft. Yeah. I, you know, it's interesting, I was down in New Orleans... And uh, I said, all right, I'm going to try Lyft. And I tried Lyft, and it was great. And the person that picked me up said, yeah, about 90% of us work for both Uber and Lyft. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, no you know? kidding. And it does make sense. Yeah, it does yeah. make yeah. sense. So, both so of us- it was just interesting that, uh, how, they, how they make that, uh, that work and allow them to work for Either or both companies. So it's, it's kind of interesting. Uh, but that's good. Hey, did you hear about um, the final report for the Tesla driver that was decapitated by running under a semi truck? No, that was over a year ago. No, I hadn't heard it, Gary. So the report came out and said he ignored seven yeah. warnings. Oh my lord! There were seven warnings. Plenty that's of warnings. That's why you know we got to be careful when yeah. Yeah. you know when something just happens until. Yep. You know, the final report, and they really can get into it. So anyway, just, you know, I but, think that's going to help the whole industry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's uh, one of those cases of grabbing headlines and running with them without having all the full details. Back in just a moment, Mr. Mike Brennan will be with us from Israel. Welcome to our international edition of the uh, Internet Advisor. Gary, you know, it's funny. I think back when you and I started this about 20 years ago, could we imagine that we would be tying together calls from, uh, you know, over 6,000 miles away with uh, Mike Brennan in, in, in Tel Aviv, Israel, and you down in Florida and the rest of us here at studio. It's absolutely fascinating about all of us being connected and essentially over uh, wireless, I mean, over the Internet in many, in many ways. You know, it's interesting, too, because I'm uh, reading a book called Tesla about Tesla's life and uh, how he dreamed about wireless communication. That's right. Back in, you know, 1896, 98, something like that. Absolutely Uh, fascinating. They were trying to make that happen. And, And now it's here. Yeah, I, I just off aside just for one thing, we've watched the series Genius mm-hmm. on PBS about uh, Einstein's life. 
what fascinated me was how many things were developed, scientific inventions came out in that near the end of the 1800s yep. and the beginnings of the 1900s, x-rays and the discovery of all sorts of incredible stuff. Well, yeah, that, that's before they fluorinated water, you know. That's why. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know? That was it. That was it, Ed. I think you've uncovered the conspiracy of all conspiracies. Mary, the mother of all conspiracies. Well, let's get back to uh, welcoming once again. Well, hey, you know, you know, the most famous um, quote from that time was in 1900, and the gentleman that ran the uh, U.S. Patent Office wanted to close the Patent Office. He said, anything worthwhile inventing has already been invented. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I do remember that quote. Yeah. Just because it was so prolific, oh, uh, you know, the, the yeah. inventions and the patents yeah. that leading up to that year. Utterly astounding. Uh, yeah, we've had a few since then, though. Yeah, I think we have. Well, hey, Mike Brennan is with us from Tel Aviv, Israel, where it's a little after midnight at the Oasis over there. Mike, once again, welcome to the show. Thanks, Foster. Good to have you with us. You are there for the 7th Annual International Cybersecurity Conference that's taking place at Tel Aviv University, am I right? Yes, it starts on Monday. And uh, we also have online with us Richard Steenen, who is uh, our uh, expert on uh, all things super cybersecurity-wise in terms of international reach, certainly, Mike. Richard, thanks so much again for being with us. Hey, Foster, good to be here. Yep. Matter of fact, the two of you have collaborated on some books, and uh, uh, you were at one time, Mike, to told us a little bit before the break, uh, you, were a, was, you were a speaker at the conference there or just attending? Uh, so I attended a slightly different conference that was downtown Tel Aviv, but we went out and talked to the professor that's kind of the, the father of cyber in Israel, and, and the conference of Mike's at is his conference. So it's uh, supposed to be really good. Yeah, and uh, Mike, what is the scope of the conference there and uh, that you've seen so far? Well, again, it doesn't start officially until Monday, but uh, we've been pretty thoroughly briefed. There's, they brought in a delegation of cybersecurity journalists from around the world, and we're all gathered here at the, uh, at the well, provided by the Israeli government, and they have a really lovely hotel right on the beach, so it's really nice. Oh, my. Um, and so I, it's, it's essentially just boring into what are the, the big issues are right now in cybersecurity. But, I mean, it's uh, who's who of this is a you know five-star panel. As, as I said, uh, uh, we've got the head of the IDF cyber arm. We're getting briefed with him on Sunday in a private meeting. Uh, we also have Professor Isaac Ben-Israel. I think that might be who uh, right. Richard was referring to. We have a 9 a.m. briefing with him tomorrow morning. Um and then uh, we're going out to the uh, cyber gym area. I'm not totally sure what that is, but uh, <laughs> we're going to be checking that out. And then uh, we have a really nice dinner tomorrow night with uh, the head of the civilian sector of the Israeli uh, uh, Cyber Bureau. So that's yeah. just on Sunday. That's oh, even Mark. before we get to the big <laughs> sessions on Monday. And we got you got Netanyahu coming. You've got several folks from the White House uh, uh, Homeland Security coming. Hmm. You've got uh, the former of the NSA coming. It's, I mean, all the who's who of uh, cybersecurity in the world coming in for this. Uh, Richard, but, what, what is the measure of what's going on there? I mean, are, is this like a, the summit of and a who's who of who's involved on an international level in security? Uh, it is, you know, the focus is Israel, but certainly the rest of the world pays attention and all of the major investors are going to be at the conference, you know, looking for their next uh, uh. cybersecurity investment. 
And uh, I'm sure there will be representatives from all the big uh, banks, you know, the Morgan Stanley's and cities, uh, as there were um, when I was there. And they're all looking to evaluate software and maybe invest or maybe just purchase software and help the companies out. I'm going to ask this is a question to both of you guys. What is it about Israel that has made it such a huge player in uh, cybersecurity and, 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 and just in terms of cyber world period? Yeah, well, they're they're on the cyber front, right? They've they've experienced cyber attacks and have been aware of them uh, longer than the rest of the world has. And uh, then they've got the famous uh, 802, unit eight hundred two, uh, which is a you know regular program they cycle people through. You know, uh, they've got universal conscription in Israel, so right. every everyone when they're eighteen enters the armed forces mm-hmm. for mandatory two years. But if you want to be in the cyber unit. It's a three-year stint, and so these these guys get you know hands-on experience warding off attacks and presumably engaging in attacks. And when they come out of there, they are you know they're still young, and it's a booming uh, technology economy. So they start cybersecurity companies. The very first one of note, of course, was Checkpoint Software, which is now the largest firewall vendor in the world, led by Gil oh. Swed. Ah, okay. I, I, somebody described it as it's a country that's a little bigger than New Jersey or about the same size as New Jersey, but they're huge in the whole cyber world. Yep, and they uh, tend to inflate how big they are as well. <laughs> um, I'm sure, Mike, you've already been told several times that they have 450 cybersecurity companies. I have counted them, and I've used everybody's list. And they're 250, which is still huge. <laughs> that's, that's more than anywhere else in the world, other than uh, Silicon Valley, which has 340. Well, a little braggadios, okay? <laughs> a little braggadocio. <laughs> yeah. Mike, I, yeah. I understand there are like, like how many participants are there that are going to be in this? Well, they're saying anywhere between five to seven thousand people will be here. Wow. I'm going to say, during the week, you're going to be covering this for people who are listening to us right now and who regularly hear you on here with MI Tech News. You are going to be covering this uh, throughout the week. Am I right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every night I'll come back here and file because I'm seven hours ahead of you. So when I file, it'll be, you know, morning where you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to shoot video tomorrow because we're having our private session and again on Wednesday, because we're uh, going out to uh, Beersheba on Wednesday, but on Monday and Tuesday, I don't want to bring video equipment into the conference because the security is going to be so tight. Oh, I bet. Uh, so I'll just, uh, but I'll shoot on the, uh, when we do these private, because again, we have a whole delegation of cybersecurity journalists here, so I'll be with in that pack, running with the pack here for the next few days. But what I'm really looking forward to, as an aside, is on Thursday, they're giving us a tour of Jerusalem. So, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm really excited about that. But part of that tour also is the tour of a venture capital company called Our Crowd Investments. Um, and that's one of those companies Richard made reference to. Uh, that's Well, it's an Israeli company, but they do uh, venture capital investment in these companies. Hmm. Richard, from your perspective, what are going to be some of the big issues in terms of cybersecurity on an international level? Yeah, so the conference will probably be heavy into IoT, Internet of Things security. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, there'll be dozens of startups that address that. And then part of that, of course, is industrial control system security. And that's become, you know, just in this last week, uh, tremendous reporting by Ellen Nakashima at the Washington Post 
um, kind of uncover the story behind the you know discovery of Russian interference in the U.S. elections, mm-hmm. and then she's reporting that Obama, President Obama, authorized implanting I think they use the term cyber bombs. Uh, I'm sorry to say that <laughs> in uh, in Russian infrastructure. Oh my word. Um, which, you know, obviously is an escalation, though yeah, I'm hearing other people huge. say, oh, everybody does that. Wow. R- yeah. Richard, I'm sorry, we're, we're very close to having to wrap this up right now, and I want to thank you for stopping by and giving us a little bit of perspective from your point of view uh, as an international expert on cybersecurity. Thanks so much for being with us. And, Mike, you take care of yourself out there. I'm just curious, have you had to go through any particular extraordinary security measures as you're in Israel? Uh, only when we took off from Newark, uh, I'd already gone through U.S. security checks. But when we before we boarded the uh, flights to from twelve-hour flight from Newark to Tel Aviv, we had to go through another layer of security with bomb sniffing dogs and the whole thing. Wow. So, wow. Well, we'll have to have you talk. I'm sure you'll write about that experience as well. Mike Brennan, from the editor of MI Tech News in Tel Aviv, Israel. Have a good night's sleep, Mike, and get to work. We have a link to your coverage of the conference. Richard Steena, thanks so much for being with us. Back in just a moment with Kasten Thomas to talk about fishing. Fishing.